Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Larry Ludwig. Larry, are you ready to do this? Yes, I am, George. Excellent. Let's do this. Larry is the founder and CEO of Ludwig Media. He is a digital and affiliate marketing expert. I'm excited to have you on. Larry, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I started, Jesus, started web development, web hosting in 95. So I first went for an ad agency called Poppy Tyson. And it was interesting, you know, even before that, the web was just starting out. And I graduated college in 93. So I had about two years to really see how this was starting to take off and knew that this would be the future of really online marketing, online business. So at the time, you know, went to work for this firm and got a chance to really work for some, really creating some of the first websites out there uh, for major brands like Chase and Minolta and who was it, T. Rowe Price and ING Bank. So it was really a great experience in itself. And I guess from that, you know, really got frustrated. After that, bounced from job to job for like two or three jobs after that and knew, you know, I just owning my own business was the, the future. So in 99, I decided to create my own business. And that was for web hosting and web development. And from that, also didn't realize at the time how, how horrible of a business web hosting especially can be. And that's such a commodity. Uh, people don't really understand the the costs. It's a, cost a lot of money to build an infrastructure, especially at that period where you literally had to build your own hardware. I there was bet. no cloud, you know, cloud hosting or cloud providers out there. Uh, you pretty much had to do it yourself. So I had to, you know, spend all this infrastructure, which was, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and just, you know, a pennies a dollar, pennies for hosting a month. You know, literally, I always say the for less than a, stock, a Starbucks coffee. Hmm. So people. I uh, didn't really respect that time and effort to really you know, properly set up and secure. So in 2009, decided to really create another business separate from web hosting and created a blog called Investor Junkie and had already experience in monetizing through affiliates through my web hosting business and decided to do it for a blog instead. Nice. All right. So... You started in 95, 99, you started a web hosting company, 2009, you started this blog, and what, when, when, when you say working with affiliates, what, what, what does that mean? Well, affiliate marketing, the thing I like about it is you, compared to like ad banners, which most people are, I'm sure, familiar with already, sure. is you make money through clicks. So if someone clicks on an ad, you make money. Usually it's either that or per view. It's either CPM model or CPC for the technical terms, cost per click or cost per thousand views. And with affiliate marketing, you only get paid if the person converts. What I mean by that, it could be anything from a simple lead, an email lead, to an actual person not only pays 
for a service or buys for that service, but could be even certain other requirements as well. Like in my case with the personal finance, it was had to have a certain amount of deposit in the account before you even got credited. So the merchant decides what is considered a successful outcome or not for their their you know affiliates. So it's a win-win for everyone where you as the affiliate only you get paid when someone signs up and the merchant only pays instead of ad banners if someone converts. Got it. Well, that certainly that certainly seems like a win-win. It also strikes me as considerably harder than the CPM or CPC. It can be. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, CPC, it's all about traffic. Right. The more traffic you get, the better off you are. And that's where a lot of valuations on blogs and, and businesses are based on. But at least in my eyes, that's, I think, the wrong way to look at things. You, you really care about quality of traffic. I've always been about sending the right person to the right service and you know, getting eyeballs, if you will. And I think that's the wrong way to look at your business is you really, I mean, a great example I always use is Pinterest I, for, for at least Investor Junkie, the blog I previously owned. Um, it was horrible. It was a horrible way to uh, convert people to visitors, either through affiliates or just sign up for email leads. And where you may have got a lot of traffic from them, the quality of that traffic was just horrible for at least that, you know, my type of business. Yeah, I, I I totally I totally agree. It seems to me that, and it seems to me that a lot of that CPM CPC is. I, I wish I had a better term. Just wasting money because it, you just have no idea if it's really of quality or not. Yeah. Um, so it seems to me that that that's that's what you're saying. So yeah, yeah. I mean. It, it, as a business owner, if you're going to, if to me, if you're a business owner, you're not doing affiliate marketing for your products. You should be doing it without question on the publishing side as well. I, I, you know, to me, that's what I was about. I think it's a, it's a, to your advantage to me, a lot of people ignore ad banners this day and age. And I think people have ad blockers as well. So it's not uncommon for someone to have a website, you know, let's say some news publication site that has literally five, 10 ads on the page. I mean, not for anything, but from user experience, it's horrible. If anything, Google has been uh, penalizing sites that have that many ads on their site. So from our end, affiliate marketing makes more sense as well as a publisher because if you just have a better experience. I literally had no ads on my pages, and we only monetize through affiliate marketing. Got it. All right. So are, are, are there certain industries that this works for and some, certain, and some that it doesn't? Um, on which side of the coin, as a publisher or as a uh, business? I, I, I guess yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I, you know, I've I've asked, I've had this question asked a lot, and I I can't really think of a business. I mean, maybe some really high end consulting or services or products that just have a long sales cycle. But for the most part, I would have to argue, pretty much every business can use this to their advantage. And that with affiliate marketing, again, you only you define the terms of success as a merchant. So you'd say, again, I want to define exactly what I consider a success and pay you only for that success. So therefore, you don't. Ha- it's pretty much like you said. It's free advertising after, before that. On the flip side, as a publisher, you know, someone who uses affiliate marketing to make money from, you got to be careful of not every merchant understands affiliate marketing, where they'll or understand you become more or less a quote unquote partner of their service as well. I mean, if their sales funnel stinks and getting people to convert, 
your likelihood to have a, a, you know a lot of money coming from that affiliate is going to be pretty low. So it makes sense to really vet or understand that not every affiliate program is the you know maybe the best one suited for you. Not only because of your audience may not match, but again you send them you know potential lead and it just doesn't convert because of they for example send it to the home page as opposed to a specific page for a call to action or the just overall during that sales uh, funnel they drop you know they drop the ball on the way for whatever reason it may be so you have to really understand that it's not every just because you have an affiliate program as a, a business doesn't mean necessarily that will be success if anything you have to understand how it fits in the rest of your marketing uh, plan if you will yeah no i appreciate that all right so can can you just walk me through an example of what a successful affiliate program looks like from the actual company and then from the affiliates who are cr- getting a lead and then putting it into the company's funnel? Yeah, I mean, from the, the business side, from the merchant, the, they have to understand it's part of their overall marketing strategy. It's not the only marketing strategy, meaning you don't you shouldn't look at it as affiliate marketing as the only way to generate leads or generate customers but it's definitely one avenue, but it's usually part of the multiple touches that are required before someone converts. Meaning, you know, you, we had people come to our site or businesses come to our site, I should say, and expect because we had 300,000 unique visitors a month, we would instantly convert for them because of we had all this traffic. When the reality is, you know, they did no promotion, no advertising higher up on that funnel. Meaning we were much further down in the sales funnel before someone convert. Almost pretty much the last steps before they did convert. So as a merchant, you have to understand that affiliate marketing is part of your sales funnel, and it's one aspect of it. It can lead to really successful results, but you have to usually do more work higher up before someone does convert, meaning advertising, uh, you know, a good you know, content on your blog or, po- or, your, or your website. So you have to have all these different steps involved. You have to have other types of campaigns, maybe even offline for that matter, not just online, to get more familiar and warm that person up to that brand, where affiliate marketing is just one part of that overall you know, marketing uh, process. Uh, as far as the publisher is concerned, um, I guess, again, going back to what I mentioned about how people understand it's part of the, the affiliate marketing is part of that sales process. So again, if someone, if a merchant sends them to a homepage, you just know right away that that conversion for that is going to be pretty small. So they have to, you have to either work with that merchant and understand and educate them how affiliate marketing works. Or in some cases, maybe and say, you know, we're not going to work with you or expect a higher payout because the conversion rates are so low. Meaning if you measure it properly, you kind of know that this, if you especially if you work with multiple merchants, you know more or less the averages of conversion rates. And you can say to this merchant over here, hey, we're getting, I don't know, 15% conversion rate with this one merchant, but with you, we're only getting 5%. And these are the reasons why, because if you send, we send them to the landing, the homepage, we don't have a good offer. The offer for your side stinks. So you can really help them in that process. But again, affiliate marketing becomes more, much more involved in after the person leaves your site, they have to be, what's the word I want to use? Like having to understand the convert, the, the conversion happens on the, the merchant side, not your side. Okay. So somebody who's listening to this, let's, let's talk about a person that you would look and say, or a company that you would say, wow, this is a, a perfect candidate for looking at affiliate marketing. Who would that be? Um, if you're a merchant looking for affiliates, you mean? Yeah, it's it's a a, a, a successful business not currently employing this strategy. What what would the 
what what could that look like? Well, as far as uh, finding successful affiliates, it's understanding not every – it's usually the 80-20 rule too, meaning the, the Plato principle that 80% of your – or 20% of your uh, affiliates will generate 80% of your revenue. So understand it. Again, it's not – I've worked with various merchants and they just – Get, you know, get every person to potentially sign up as an affiliate. I think that's the recipe for disaster. You really should focus on the the players that will convert or likely to convert and really understand affiliate marketing. So you have to understand it just goes back to quality of traffic, not quantity. That, yeah, you can, I mean, we worked with that in our, in our case with Investor Junkie, with various uh, merchants we work with, where they would complain to me how, yeah, we send a, we get a lot of traffic from this blog over here. Yeah, it converts much poorly compared to yours. Why is that? Like they would ask me those questions. I'm like, well, because not every audience is created equally. You have to understand the intent, where they may be in that buying process is different, or understand the the quality of the traffic that you send via paid traffic is better because of you really monitor and track it properly. You send the right person to the right service as opposed to, again, just getting that conversion as a, as a publisher. So it really, I guess in the end, it what you have to understand is, how this is different from traditional ad banners, but also understand that your, your affiliates become more or less a partner in that sales process and understanding you can work with them and help increase conversions along the way. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. All right. So I think what, what's jumping out in my mind is I am a, a vitamin supplement company of some kind and I hire affiliates or work with affiliates to to model and use talk about my products on Instagram, for example, and then they mm-hmm. direct direct people back to the site. Is that a, a correct? I mean, way that's one it? way. Usually, usually social media doesn't convert very well with affiliate because again, it's very it's usually cold audience. Okay. If it's warm, meaning they've seen the product multiple times, and this is the last step. Let's say you're an Instagram influencer, if you will. Maybe uh, it's very possible, and it can do very well. Obviously. Per FTC disclosures, you have to disclose that, say, you, you are getting paid for that uh, recommendation. Hmm. Uh, but outside of that, usually social media, from my experience, doesn't convert as well as other forms of traffic, especially search. Search, in my eyes, is usually the, the best way to convert uh, because of usually they're further on in that sales funnel and they're much more looking for a solution, meaning they're looking for X, Y, Z issue. I have, let's going back to your example of vitamin supplements, let's say they're, you know, it's a supplement to help. Um, with uh, inflammation and you know, they have this issue with their back bothering them. Well, you know, this product can help solve their issue. So they'll be searching for back problem, you know, supplements or supplements to help with my back. And then therefore you can have an article on that said topic and link it up to an affiliate and again, get paid for that commission. But it's much more actionable than say someone mentioning in social media, Hey, you know, here's this product that will help with your back. Because if people are on social media are usually not looking for a solution, they're looking to socialize with their friends and family. So you have to think of the intent is different. Where that's not to say you can have a so social media works much better with say story based content where you can discuss I don't know you can have a story where you're personally having this issue with your back and all of a sudden you know, I use this supplement and it did help it and discuss how that will engage more the audience on social media than purely. I'm looking for the solution. People are, again, are not looking for a solution on social media. That certainly makes sense. They were just looking to uh, kill 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> Sometimes longer than that. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, half a day. All right. So I am a, I am, let's just stick with that whole um, supplement 
um, company, how do I find affiliates? Uh, well, you can either do it through one or two ways, either just outright publish it on your site, which is, you'll get some people who, I mean, you should do both of these, put it on your site that you have an affiliate program. And my opinion, the best way is, uh, you know, sign up for a network like commission junction impact, uh, share a sale. There are many different networks out there. So join an affiliate network. Now, granted you have to pay for that network, but usually the quality of the affiliates are much better than just outright, you know, hanging your shingle out there and saying you have an affiliate program. So you, you get a lot of, you get a lot of different affiliates signing up for your program. And again, you can then pick and choose which ones you want to approve or not. So you have a, a manual approval process than just something that's automated. So that's usually the best way. Got it. Perfect. And are, are there any companies where you say definitely don't do this? Um, if anything, some of the more, I mean, I, again, I don't go into these areas, but they're the ones that are questionable, like uh, ones that are banned on, let's say Facebook or Google for ads. Affiliate programs is usually where they become popular hmm. because of you have an audience already, let's say as a blogger, you have an audience on say cryptocurrency. Let's use that example. And, you know, again, Facebook denies you from even doing ads as cryptocurrency. So that's one way you can promote your product through affiliate channel where they already have a set audience interested in cryptocurrency and will sign up for that product because of they're interested as opposed to going through a channel with Facebook. The likelihood of you getting an ad approved for cryptocurrency is zero. So that's it's used for those type of, you know, businesses. That's a great alternative. But in terms of any companies where I would not recommend doing affiliate marketing, I would have to say, I mean, again, no, it doesn't really, I think every business at some level should be doing it. Got it. I like it. Well, Larry, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for that? Yep. Um, I would say the, the quality of the audience matters. So you really don't think of terms of audiences as the, you know, I get 100,000 visitors per month. I care about more. I'd rather have 100 visitors and those visitors more likely convert. So look at quality over quantity. Well, that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. Come on. That certainly makes sense. And Larry, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, there's two different ways. There's either you can go text Larry Podcast at 31996. That's 31996, the word Larry Podcast, all one word. Or go to LarryLudwood.com slash podcast, and you'll get the free affiliate marketing guide I have. Perfect. Give me the uh, give me the text message. It's Larry Podcast. What was the number? Larry Podcast. One word. Three one nine nine six. Three one nine nine six. And the website again is LarryLedwood.com slash uh, uh, podcast. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Larry your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Uh, text and go to the website. I will list both of those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Larry. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.